0: Blog Talk Radio Broadcasting Blog Talk USA Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune in to Blog Talk USA Let your voice be heard On Blog Talk USA
1: everybody welcome to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. You can always find us to listen to our live programs or archived episodes at blogtalkusa.com or you can find us at blogtalkradio.com forward slash blog talk USA or you can download us in podcast form pretty much any place you can find podcasts. You can find Blog Talk USA's podcast and Marvelous Monday as well as a view from the top every Thursday under that banner so however you're finding us we appreciate that you keep coming back and without any further delay here is the birthday girl <laughs> Dr. Shirley McKellar welcome you might have us on mute Dr. McKeller. Okay, we are not hearing you, at least I'm not, so I'm going to play a commercial, and I'm going to hang up and call back in in case it's on my end. Oh, no, she hung up. Okay, she'll be right back with us, and until we hear back from her, we will play a quick commercial.
0: Do you want the best rates on term life insurance? Then remember this number, 800-989-1415. Protect your family with $250,000 or more in term life insurance coverage and save up to 75%. Rates are lower than they have ever been, so now is the best time to protect your family with quality term life insurance. Call now for your free quote, 800-989-1415. We'll shop the top-rated insurance companies to get you the best rates from companies you can count on. So don't wait any longer. Call now for the lowest rates ever and save up to 75%. Even if you have term life insurance, you can always add more coverage. If you don't, have term life insurance protect your family today. The call is free. Call term direct now. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415.
2: Can you hear me okay. now, Ms. We're... Brianna? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We can. I... Oh, good. I I wasn't on mute. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> Maybe it's because you, you talked about my birthday and they didn't want to Maybe hear that's more it. about <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. How are you? And good evening to everybody out there. It's always a pleasure to be right back here. Every Monday on Marvelous Monday. And, yes, let me just tell you, I had an amazing birthday celebration in San Antonio, Texas, where I Wonderful. retired from. And my hotel was right there on the Riverwalk, of course. And I was on the 38th floor. I could see all over San Antonio. It was at oh, wow. It was amazing. Wonderful. So I want to say... If I could, before we get started, Miss Rihanna, and invite our guests in, I want to, um, I want to say that I thank the city of Tyler and all of my colleagues and city staff for an amazing birthday celebration in San Antonio. There was so much food that if I don't eat for a while, it will be okay. <laughs> 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 or, or, or either that, or I need to walk for. Miles and miles on end, because (laughs) we ate so much. (laughs) It was so much fun. I really enjoyed myself. It was an amazing birthday celebration. Wonderful. You deserved it. Thank you so much. So how are you doing?
1: Doing great. Doing great. Just uh, ready for Marvelous
2: Monday. Been looking forward to it all weekend. There you go. Okay, then. Well, let's bring in uh, Mr. Arthur should be there. Mr. Arthur, are you there? Is Mr. Arthur there yet?
1: I don't see him. I do see a couple of callers on, but I don't see Mr. Arthur's one.
2: number. Okay. Well, we have we have our special guest, and she's really not a guest. She's actually a part of – there he is. Hi, Mr. Arthur. How are you? Can how are you I doing? There he is. Yeah, We're yeah. doing great. great. How are you? Yes. Yeah. Well we know? we have Miss Rihanna tonight, so you know it's going to be a great evening, right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and if you if you don't be careful, Miss Arthur, you may have all of us to yourself tonight Dr. Hagney has already sent a message that he's not going to be on, and I'm not sure about mm-hmm. Pastor Cooper having heard from him, so that means he probably will be on there. He'll just come okay. on a little bit later on.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he so, probably, he to make it. I know he ain't going to get two weeks in a row.
2: We have one of our guests from, well, she's not, well, as I said, she's not really a guest, and it's really exciting. Uh, she's a um, spouse's wife, and I'm so excited because she's going to share something with us, Miss Rihanna. It is Ms. Crystal that is on our Thursday show,
4: That's but she's been yes.
2: busy for the last few weeks. And she's going to tell you why she's been so busy and planning to do something that I was so excited about when she called me today. So, Ms. Crystal, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me clearly? Yes, yes, we can hear you very clearly. Thank you. So come right on in and share with Miss Rihanna and then, of course, meet Mr. Arthur Flemings that's on the Monday. He's one of the Monday night hosts and so share Thanks. with them some great news that you gave to me today so that I have
5: moved to Texas, a little outside of <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Um, I, I I used to live about five years ago or so, but of course, being a military spouse, we moved around and traveled a little bit. Uh, so we just came back from, you know, L.A. We're in Texas, and we are ready to hit the ground and running and doing a couple of uh, developments. We're doing – I'm a life coach uh, by trade, what we talked about before. So we're super excited for this new adventure, and we are – our grounds are now stationary in the Dallas, Texas area. So I'm so excited to be here, much closer. Okay. Isn't that exciting? Oh,
2: my goodness. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> You know, when we yeah. first met years ago,
4: yeah. she lived
2: in Dallas, Texas. She had one baby, and then she had a <laughs> second one. Uh, she was the baby was out there campaigning as well while we were running for Congress, uh, Miss Rihanna and Mister Arthur. Mm-hmm. And then she went away, and now she brought us back four babies. So you she oh, pulled what Miss Rihanna
5: <laughs> pulled. <laughs> well, you know, I have a slogan, every everybody counts. You know, every single there body actually counts. So I had the, the, my oldest, is 11 now, out there, you know, passing all flyers. She was there yes. on the booth with us. And, I you know, I just believe that you have to show kids that at an early age and how important it is exactly. to be active, yes in your community, because if you teach them young, when they get older, they still understand the importance of that. So it's so important to start at a younger age.
2: Beautiful. Absolutely. And she had her boots on the ground right out there with us, and she was just a (laughs) little tiny tiny. (laughs) <laughs> she was in the parades waving and throwing out the candy and doing whatever and getting the material out there. So I'm so excited to have Miss Crystal back in Texas. And now Thank I you. guess we need to work on getting Miss Rihanna back to Texas because that's where she <laughs> originates from. <laughs> that's funny. That. But she was born in Texas, so uh, but she ventured out. We, but they need her in Kentucky to try to get the people straightened out out there. So uh so thank you so much uh Ms. Crystal and thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight. So we do have one yes and we do have one other special guest and I'm sure that uh that he should be there and that's Mr. Uh, Eric Williams Mr. Eric Williams are you there?
6: Yes, good evening.
2: Yes, good evening, Mr. Eric Williams, and let me just tell you, there is so much excitement going on with Mr. Eric Williams and all of the things with Finding Miriam, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, but before we do, today is October the 10th, five days after my birthday is my granddaughter's birthday, so I want to say happy birthday to her. Uh, she's not listening, but we'll put it out there anyways, and I want to really celebrate her, and I'm going to tell you why. This young, single young lady actually has now built her house from the ground. She designed her home and built it from the ground, and she signed her papers on my birthday five days ago, and, uh, and then she got engaged. And so I'm, I'm just really excited about it. Oh, Miss wow. Rihanna knows who she is. My daughter's yes. a daughter, and our first-born uh, first grand, grandchild. And she, she's such a gorgeous and a smart young mm-hmm. lady, just so smart. And so, uh, and, and she's going to be marrying a military man, Mr. Arthur. And so, uh, so we want to salute her because she's done some amazing things as a young single girl buying her own home and building it from the ground. And you know what I shared with her? I said, you did something that I have not done. I said, Yes, mm-hmm. we bought homes already designed and built by somebody else. Uh, you know, we bought them brand new and all that. But we didn't design it ourselves and she designed her own home and built it and 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 now have moved in it. She moved in it today and just putting things around. What a great birthday celebration is it for her.
4: Mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing. it's
2: amazing. Way to go! Yes, yeah, it's amazing. I know. Way that's to go! Amazing. So way to, way to go, Tuli. I call her Tootie. So um, she is mm-hmm. a, she's a lovely young lady. But uh, but Mr. Arthur, um, excuse me, Mr. W- Mr. Eric Williams, we want you to come on in and let's talk about. And let's just kind of give a little uh, layout of, of how you got started with with looking for. Um, your grandmother's grave and where we found it. And let me tell you guys, we were out there on over almost 7,000 acres of land, a little bit 6,000 acres of land where Mr. Williams' family, his ancestors, grew up and worked and lived on that property. And I said to him, you should have, you and your family should have ownership in this property it is a, a plantation that still exists, and people still actually live on it. So, Mr. Williams, I'm not going to take your story away from you. I want you to share. You could open up by telling us a little bit about yourself, and then and go from there. I've already sent the film to the team so that they could take a look at it. And of course, you know Mr. Arthur uh, Flemings. And um, so, so, anyways, let's let's go from there and and, and talk about this our history and i said i'll say one more thing i told mr williams that this history is all the history of america number one and then certainly all black people can relate to what has happened with this family so take it away uh, mr eric williams thank
6: you well i'd like to say good evening to everybody first of all and uh thank you dr McKellar, for having me on tonight Uh, Yes, it was truly a blessing to have you and uh, many others come along uh, uh, two Saturdays ago to the Mimosa Hall Plantation in in Far East Texas in Marshall, um, which is the plantation where I discovered my ancestors buried in particular, uh, great-great-grandmother buried next to her slave master uh, in the Mimosa Hall Cemetery. I, I was so excited to have Dr. McKellar and others to go down because I had been the only ones in, in, the, in the filmmaking team to see the grave uh, and that plantation. And now uh, some others have laid witness to it as well. Uh, but part of uh, discovering uh, Miriam, uh, there have been some other discoveries that have come about that I already knew about, but I had to wait for the timing for it to make sense. Uh, and that is that, uh, as we all know, the queen passed away uh a few weeks ago And they had a funeral And they were celebrating all, With all the pomp and circumstance But uh, the queen is also uh, complicit In three million lives being lost uh, In the British slave trade And so on and so forth And she's also complicit In uh, acquiring Which I believe And my family believes through theft Of the quilt that was made By ancestors on the plantation It's a chalice quilt that was made Uh, as a roadmap for Underground Railroad travelers. And this quilt is now in the possession of Great Britain, and we want it back. We wanted to come back to East Texas, and Dr. McKellar made a great recommendation. Once we get it back, we should try to get it into the Martin Luther King Museum, which I agreed. Uh, And so we're diligently working now to try to put pressure on them to release that quilt and bring it back You may not be aware, but this month is Black History Month in the U.K., and uh, we're going to use all of the the necessary tools to get the word out through the media there as well as through the uh, civil rights organizations and other organizations there. But Finding Miriam has been an extraordinary uh, now going on six-year journey. started out as three years, now going on six years in in, in working, putting this piece together, and hopefully it's going to inspire other people to look for their ancestors and, and dig deep, because I don't think any one of us would like to be forgotten once we're gone. And that's how I feel about my ancestors. I was looking at uh, television today where one of our senators said, we, the, the people that created the, the crimes, uh, they want reparations. We don't owe them anything. But I disagree. I think they owe us a lot. Um, Harrison County made roughly $791,343,000 off of slavery when it ended uh, in eighteen sixty three they they recorded it in the paper, so they made a lot of money, and we haven't received a dime from it our ancestors and uh so it it's real important that we uh not buy into the c r t but continue educating our youth and hopefully find the Miriam will be one of those tools that can help educate people
2: outstanding so so Mr Williams, I want you to share a little bit about our day two Saturdays ago. We were down there at the uh, plantation, and we drove on this beautiful land, <laughs> and I mean, just uh, amazing. But but to see other people on this land, living on this land, and it was uh, Mr. Williams' ancestors, and it, and, and I'm going to say all of our ancestors, absolutely that worked that that worked that land, and uh, and then I want to talk a little bit about that the um, the cemetery we went out to the cemetery and uh, and what we discovered, and finally, I got a chance to lay my eyes on that grave that uh, that housed uh, uh miss Marion and yes, then yes. the gentleman yes the and the gentleman that carried us all around out there and and to see where your family walked and labored and worked uh that plantation, but still. Uh, none of that land is being occupied by you and your ancestors Let's talk a little bit about that Saturday
6: Yes, and I, and I agree And I think my family and some many other families need to take possession of that land out there 7,000 acres I think is enough for everybody to go around out there in that area Absolutely, you know, we, we, Absolutely. We, 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 st- we started out at the church, Trinity Episcopal Church, I believe it was uh, 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 No, that, that week earlier And we we made another discovery there where they were uh, actually uh, whitewashing some of our uh, African saints and kings' images uh, in the church. And and the gentleman that she just spoke of, Mr. Roy McCarroll, took us in a back room to show us a picture of the bishop who actually started the church where they baptized all the slaves. And uh, in the process of looking at that, my distraction went to another picture, and I took a picture of it, got back and realized that the other picture that I took was a picture of black saints in the back room of an all-white church. And when you go out to the congregation where the same image of the three wise men with King Balthasar, which was the number one African king, uh, was portrayed in this image, and you go out to the congregation uh, into the sanctuary, they have a, another image that, of the same scene that's been recreated with white people. So it was uh, an image that was whitewashed. So this is the same history. That's being told by the same people That's being repetitive Going down the lines throughout our history Coming from this church So I wanted to bring that point out But then at the same time We go out to the cemetery Mr. Roy McCarroll Who's a direct descendant of the slave owner Through marriage His wife's father was the plantation owner uh, And he took it over from the Websters And the blockers had it the longest And the blockers were um, into baby making they, they, they had several babies on the plantation uh, one, one year they had 30 babies uh, When you look at their records They have more females than males And all of them, are, a lot, large majority of them Are listed as unknown Both male and females. One of the other interesting discoveries we made out there Was the fact that Mr. Roy McCurl I had uh, asked him a question While Dr. McKella was there About uh, the uh, emancipation of the slaves and if the plantation itself had closed down, because I had found in an old 70s Bill Morris documentary where Mr. Blockers said that they never closed the plantation down, and it stayed open as a slave plantation. And he confirmed it, it never shut down. The plantation never closed down. It was the first and only plantation that didn't close down in Texas, and it was the first uh, plantation in Texas, the first house in the Harrison County area. So it's a very historic uh, plantation with a lot of history and a lot of families that are still yet undiscovered. That he pointed out to Dr. McKellar and I that are up in the woods, uh, thousands and thousands of black people that are still buried out there unidentified. That's disheartening, and I, I, someday I plan on going out there and doing some more work to help uncover more families on
2: this plantation. Excellent, and that, and, and let me reiterate, that was. Very heartening. It was heartbreaking because we could look over there, uh, away from, and we're going to talk a little bit about where where Miss Miriam is buried and all of the Caucasian people are buried in in this rock covered uh, cemetery that's separate from the others. But to look out there over all that land and know that there are so many people buried out there with unmarked graves. We, we have no idea. And the only way that you probably would find out who all is back there is that you would have to probably exhume uh, those bodies, right, uh, Mr. Williams? Exactly. Because there's no exactly. there's no mar- yes, no markings or Whoops. anything. But but go ahead.
6: No, one of the things that they have done, because they were in search of Miriam uh, when they found out about it, but then they, they failed to look inside the marble encased for it.
0: Yes, and when yes. they
6: went out looking for Miriam, they went out in the woods. And when they went out in the right. woods, they found a whole bunch of more Williams and a whole bunch of more uh, uh, slaves that were buried that they had discovered. And they put PVC pipe markings over those. So those, some of those are still marked, but some of them are still unmarked. And I also believe that there's a, a mass grave site out there because I've been around a yes. lot of mass graves covering these stories around the world. And I can identify those, and it looks like there's a mass grave buried out there as soon as you come in, into the plantation very very near where the slaves used to live in their home. And uh, they right. actually had a lake that's called the Blocker Lake that they dug out to build the homes for Lady Bird Johnson and that plantation. Right. Uh, right. The lake now is 80 feet deep from all of the digging that they dug out with the mud to make the mud bricks because he brought in all of the slaves as masons to build his his property. And so those yes. properties are still standing today. And those slaves yes. didn't get compensated that when they built them. So the only thing that Absolutely. they had was food and clothing. And we said to him, show us the former slave's house, but probably there must not be still in existence, but he said they were not there. But he claimed that they were taken very good care of, that they had schools, they had a nursing home, and they had their own brick houses, but we didn't see any of that.
2: None we of exactly. Of well, Mr. <laughs> so Williams, let's back up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So what they did? That's right. They provided all that free labor, free yeah, labor.
1: Exactly. And we're
2: gonna we are we we are not gonna go to the quilt yet. Let me, let's back up, Mr. Williams, and go back to the church, and yeah. uh, and everybody. First of all, there was documentation all the way back to the eighteen hundreds. Now, can you imagine? I mean, birth (laughs) yes, yes, that material also should be in a museum or in Mm -hmm. the hands of somebody uh, because it's it's slave records, it's people marrying, uh, people baptizing and just various and sundry things. But let's go back to that back room, Mr. Williams, (laughs) let's go to that back room and let's talk a little bit more about. And, and and we could, we share biblically uh, what we know about the wise men and so forth. And then let's just paint that picture for us of how, what you discovered and that you put out there to the rest of us. And we were taken back on that back room. Go ahead. Talk a little bit more well, about that. Well,
6: you know, through, through my journeys around the world, I've been in a lot of museums and one in particular was in Scotland and I I I visited those uh, museums in the UK and and, and they got history hidden just like they do here in America. And I saw images of King James. I saw images of King Balpazar uh, portraits of them, the original looks before they were whitewashed. And so I recognized those images. And so I understood that the three wise men were people of color. They were not the people that we'd normally see out there in the white figurines in the front yards and things of that nature. And so when I saw this image of the three wise men in this church, I knew automatically what they were portraying. They were portraying uh, the three wise men with St. Augustine, who was actually a person of color as well. And when you look at these images, it's clearly identifiable that these are not Caucasian people, because if you look at the image right beside it, they use a different type of ink. They did use a different type of coloring. For the white people, they use white ink. For the black people, they use brown and dark ink. And so that is on these stained glass windows that you can distinctly see and discern from. And like I said, when you go back out into the sanctuary, you see that same scene recreated in another stained glass for everybody to see out front, but with white wise men and a white St. Augustine. And so the black ones are in a back room that people never go and visit. You go out the back door and you just pass it. So it's this hidden history, but it's history that was there that could have been taught long ago, but they chose to indoctrinate us into a new religion through their own eyesight and whitewashing of our history. And so it's very important that people really get to know that church and get to see that information that's in that church. And I agree with Dr. McKellar. Those books actually need to come out of that church and go someplace into somebody's museum so that they can be researched as well. And one of the other main books that I found, Uh, that uh, is a real big piece of history is the Planter's Journal for the Slave Master. And that information has the whole story told about uh, what went on in that plantation. And I'm still finishing up reading it. It's about 150 pages, and it talks about the daily work that they went through and the daily grind that they went through. It talks about the whippings and everything that they received. All of this information... Is documented, and they want to tell us it's not available, it's not there. I disagree. It's available, it's there, and it's hidden.
2: Very good. We absolutely know that it is there. But but it it was just amazing uh, to us that this picture on this stained glass window was hidden in that very back room. And then Mr. Williams brought it uh, to the forefront with – with the gentleman, and can you tell us what he said when you presented the fact that those were uh, those wise men were black folk? Uh,
6: well, he was <laughs> he was stunned. He he, he actually didn't <laughs> even know it existed
0: exactly. until uh,
6: so, uh, uh, we pointed it out to him. He didn't know it was there. He he was taking us back to the room to show us one thing, and God was taking us back there right. to see another. <laughs> so There's that's how know. I took it. You see, and so I, I saw what God wanted me to see, and he was trying to show me something he wanted me to see, and I didn't want to see that.
2: Absolutely. Very good. Okay, so let's fast forward then, and we're going to go down to the in-case fortress where the um, graves were, were buried inside of this beautiful brick, um, Well, you, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, well, I it's think a, it's, you, you it's, gave us a term.
6: Yeah, it? fortress. Huh? It's a it's a it's a, a cemetery okay. Okay. fortress. Okay,
2: so well uh, right okay. Cemetery, cemetery fortress,
6: fortress that was Yeah. That was made by the slaves. Right. And all right. brick by brick. And and, and what's so brick. fascinating about the, 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 the cemetery fortress is they still wanna hide our history and think we don't understand or don't know or we don't know how to do our research. But my grandmother, that's my father's mother, she was Cherokee Indian and there Are Indians that Area before President Lamar uh, Did the last stand and kill up 800 black men and women in Vansant County black Indians and left Them for dead on this plantation That's a story that hasn't been told either Men women and children just rotted And so on this same Plantation were the Creek Indians And they were there before John Jay Wester came in And bought up all this land and I indicated to Mr. Roy McCarroll that this uh, fortress appears to be sitting on top of an Indian mound. Now, Dr. McKellar can disagree with me, but I think that uh, there are some Indian bones under that mound that this fortress sits on because it's been right. man-made. Would you say that to be
2: somewhat I would not, what you yes, say? Yes, I, I would not be at all surprised at that. And Mr. Arthur, it looked, this this grave area looked like kind of like a small garrison that maybe was uh, protected from somebody that may want to attack or, or come in or, or try to place somebody inside of there that did not belong in there, right, yeah. Mr. Arthur? But we know it's that, I'm, excuse me, uh, Mr. Eric, but, mm-hmm. but Mr. Arthur, I was just saying, it kind of looked like a, a, a garrison, one of our military garrison, except on a smaller scale, a smaller one. But you could tell that 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 place was guarded and protected because of who was buried inside of there. But to find Miss Miriam beside the slave, go ahead, I don't want to take your story over, no, Mr. Williams. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, well, no, Well, I mean, you see, there was not... There was other people there of, of Caucasian persuasion, but Miss Miriam, I don't—we didn't see any other person of color inside of there. They all had Oh, inside the of Yes, yes,
3: yes. 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 Exactly. Is
7: there any, yes. any
3: black folks still working out, still there
7: in there? No. Well, well, well.
2: well, well go ahead, Miss. Well, Mir-
6: there, there. I, I, I think there are some black folks still there because on my last journey there before Doctor McKellar came there. We actually saw some people working the land. But when I asked Mr. Roy McKellar, did any black folks still live there? Because I asked him, was the plantation still open? Or did it close? Or not? And he said, never closed. And I remembered that there were black folks that we were seeing as we were leaving. But we didn't know where they came from. So right. the, the land is so big, I, I, I would assume that it's somebody there. I mean, he took us into a okay. house okay. that they use as an ATM you party account? house, I mean, a, a, a Texas A&M party house you remember that, Dr. Laker, right. Dr. Oh, Dr. McKellar? Oh,
2: absolutely. Absolutely,
6: yeah. I do. Yeah. The pimples, yeah. Eric, they
3: never left.
6: Yeah, that's what the I'm saying. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I found one while I was there when I went down there with Dr. McKellar, and he was riding in the back seat with me and come to find out he was kent to me. <laughs> Didn't even exactly. know it. But he he, he he called out names that he shouldn't know. And when he did that, and everything just kind of connected the dots.
2: Exactly. Wow. Any, any questions, any, uh, anything else that, any questions of Mr. Williams, uh, Ms. Rihanna, or uh, Ms. Crystal? I mean, I'm, I'm so fascinated uh, with this story. Ms. Crystal just saw the film that you sent out early on, because this was so, such a powerful story. I, I spoke with Mr. Ar- Mr. Arthur's fraternity hey, brother. Uh, who has been open who, for events. Yeah. That place I,
6: down
2: there? That's a good question. No. and It should be no. Of course, no, it's not. we actually
6: we actually tried to get into the the big house, and I've tried to get into the big house on numerous occasions. But each and every time, <laughs> there's an excuse for us not to be able to get into the big house. You know, who um, lives at and in the big house? big house, in the big house, in the, yeah. big, in the big, big house, house. There, there's a portrait. That I asked Doctor uh, Mister McCarroll about. There's a portrait, and I think it may be of Miriam. There's a portrait of a wow. slave that's hanging up in the house, an oil painting that they painted of this slave, but I haven't been able to lay my eyes on it yet.
3: Now, now, now does hmm. somebody actually live in the house? Does somebody actually live down there? Like you walk up, you know, see a ghostly or something? They do. A young, a young a yeah, young couple yeah. bought it. Jewish couple.
6: Yes. Mm-hmm. They bought. Yeah, they. they, they that's
2: their home to the to the right when we came in, correct? That no, 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 no. The they, right. They're in the they're, oh.
6: they're they're in the slave master's big house, the big house.
2: Oh, I see. Okay, I we didn't you. get
6: a chance to see the big house. The big house. No, it no. Was hidden. I it, it, see. It's, got, it's, it's got a long road to it, lined with trees, uh, very uh, mystique and picturesque, you know. But we didn't see that wow. part. We saw the I the, 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 the farm part. Yeah.
2: We we saw Mr. McCarroll's house, and then we saw, as as Mr. Williams mentioned, there is a getaway where they get they come down, and 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 we call it the Texas A and M house because it's got all well, the yeah. memorabilia of Texas A and M. So you can tell that those are some A and M grads, and so they come down periodically. And to just party out there, and maybe fish at the lake—big, beautiful lake. That's—I mean, the property is absolutely beautiful. And they got Mr. one Arthur, picture you to up,
6: They got Go one. Ahead. If I can say this, they got one picture hanging up in that that living room, and that one picture was actually of the slave master, Mr. Blocker. You remember that, Dr. Oh, very right. well, very
2: well. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> very well. What area in Harris Crystal.
5: County
6: is it?
2: Go ahead, Miss Crystal.
5: First of all, Mr. Williams, the story I I just saw it today before we went on air, and I was just my eyes were tearing up because the discovery is amazing. You know, I remember reading in the history books of the Underground Railroad and the quilts and how they yeah. passed on the the pattern of the quilt helped you know uh, the free slaves. And so to see all this unfold is it's, it's it's a lot of emotion that's coming out. And with that being said. What mm-hmm. emotions did you feel when you went on the plantation? What was, what was the first feeling, the first reaction to really discovering all this?
6: Oh, my God. I mean, I, I, I think Dr. McKell and I may have had the same feeling, but, you know, when I mm-hmm. discovered her, because actually when I discovered her, I, I actually didn't think I would discover her in that condition, in that position, or even see the last name Williams. I thought I would see the last name Williams like I saw my other slave relatives in the other slave cemetery where grass is grown over. You, the names are spelled correctly. The dates are wrong and all that stuff. And, but when I got there, uh, I mean, literally, I, I mean, they got graves on the outside, all around the fortress. But something just led me directly through the gate right into the fortress, and there she was. And I just got an a overwhelming sense of uh, – uh, sadness, um, being glad at the same time that I made that discovery, and then, and then I got mad. You know, it's like I had all these mixed emotions coming up, and the whole. I mean, Doctor McKellar can attest to it ain't a, it ain't just a a ride down the street. You got to go way deep back up in the woods to get to it, and That's so the right. whole time, right. you know, I'm thinking, am I gonna get out of this place? Am I gonna be able to make it out alive? Or
4: it's just all <laughs> kind of
6: things. It's just. Uh, Going through my mind But I just I mean I thought about My family And I thought about Black people as a whole What we have gone through yes. For so many years
4: You know We had <laughs> yes.
6: 200 and some years Of brutal shadow slavery Jim Crow 60 yes. years Separate but yes. unequal uh, All yes. of these things That total up to 400 years Of misery And oppression With no compensation Is just pathetic And it just makes me mad Every time I think about it, and when I go around my white counterparts, I have to contain myself because I know some things that they want to try to deny, and I can't allow so that to Ms.
2: happen. Yes, Miss um, Rihanna, Anna Well, I think um, I think I mentioned
1: this on the the Thursday program, but I just it's worth reiterating. Um, yeah, just as a white person. So much, uh, it's taken so much for granted that you can just, you know, drop on over to the, I think it's the Mormon Church, and they've got great records, you know, of your family, and you can trace your family back, generation, you know, it's just taken for granted. And to to see this labor of, it's not a labor of love, it's not a hobby, this is finding your family, your roots and for, for african american people as a whole and for americans it's it's just such rich history but such a personal history for mr williams and for for i i think all black americans in particular um it's just i'm going to cry thinking about it it's 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 just so much that that we take for granted as white folks um that I hope everyone will watch this film and um, and um not take that so for granted. I mean, this quilt, it, it, you know, it's not just a quilt. I mean, this is right. rich American history. And for, yeah. for black Americans and for Mr. Williams' family, uh, it's just such a, a – A whole range of emotions—a beautiful thing, a sad thing, an angering thing. You know, it's um, just—I continue to be amazed.
2: Yes, beautiful. Uh, We're going to bring in uh, Pastor Pastor Michael Cooper, who is on uh, our other host uh, for the evening, and uh, let him join in with the conversation. Mr. uh, Pastor Cooper, are you there?
6: I am. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, sir. We can. Good evening.
6: Good evening. Join us in this
2: conversation.
6: <laughs> Listen, it's wonderful and I, I had a chance to uh, review the uh chart film incredible uh documentation uh matter of fact, I've seen sharks like that win Grammys, and Emmys so uh there you, let go. you submit that great information uh like what it. area you saying seven thousand acres what area of Houston because my my family has land that's like that kind of undeveloped in the highway fifty nine area yeah, that that's in okay. uh, uh Lee, Texas. Just outside of Mars Lee, tex- Lee Texas. You out of Lee, Texas? Is, is Lee, Lee Texas uh, like one. It,
2: it, like L-E-I-G-H. one oh, Lee, Texas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. So. Uh, let me let me share this with you, um uh, Pastor Cooper and everyone When we were, I, I said to uh, Mr. Eric I thought we were going to Marshall And so we drove And we <laughs> drove and we drove And we drove <laughs> some more and Would you say it's about 30 or 40 minutes uh, On east of Marshall Or uh, yes. Somewhere Easily. Yes, about Easily. that and You you got to mm-hmm. go
6: past Lady Bird Johnson's house That was built by slaves there, yep. there you
2: go There you go there you go. Wow. I mean, it, it's it's just so much I – mean, it's beautiful territory out there, period. I mean, if you want to live in the countryside, that would be some beautiful area for you to live in. Uh, but but let, let me just share a, a quick experience, and then I'll turn it over to whomever. I think Miss Crystal may have a question. but But you have to see the original film. This is not – I sent out that this is excerpts of the continuation once once we brought in CBS 19 to begin this story. They were doing an ongoing story of this, and they came all the way out there. Our, uh, my sorority sister, who is a, uh, a newscaster for CBS 19, made a covered a beautiful story. And then we had uh, Mr. Green and several others that were out there with us. But uh, but but when I finally, because, and I don't know if it's because uh, I felt so connected to this because I I had the privilege uh, from Mr. Williams of being in the original film, right, and yes. talking about the the history of, uh, of veterans and and how. Uh, they suffered, <clears throat> excuse me, and worked here uh, in Smith County at uh, Camp Ford and, and Camp Fannin uh, here. And my family served in that uh, in that uh, particular wartime, World War II. So um, when I got inside of that fortress and saw her grave, it was like, I mean, my body just carried me down to the ground. I mean, because yes, you, you can't, I, I had to just touch it i mean because it she became very personal to me so i can't even imagine what mr williams must have felt uh, when he discovered grandmother because i was overwhelmed when i finally saw her grave but go ahead miss crystal i think you had a question or a comment Yes, I
5: asked that question, but while I have the attention, I'll go ahead and ask another question. So as a result of this discovery, pushing forward, um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of conversations about this, and it's important that not only do we have this conversation with African American people, but we have this with conversations with people as a whole. Because I think this conversation, and again, we've been having this conversation over and over again, how I wouldn't say the word blindfulness, but it's important to have these conversations for people that are non-African American to understand, you know, what we went through, why is it important to share um yeah. the knowledge of this new discovery and, and how we can continue to have these these fruitful
2: conversations moving forward.
6: I agree. Excellent. Absolutely.
2: Uh, I I agree one hundred percent. Well let's let's move on. Oh, Mr Arthur I, uh, Pastor Cooper, I don't know if you had anything else before uh, before well, we move on to the next speech. Well,
6: uh, when I put in L-E-I-G-H-T, all of a sudden, a.k.a. Antioch, Texas, pops up. That's it. That's, that's it.
4: That's Antioch, mm-hmm. Antioch
6: Baptist Church is a 150-year-old right. church that my family attended, and that's around the corner from the, the plantation. So it was used to be called Antioch, then they changed it to Lee. So Antioch is where a large majority of my slave family members and, and family members are buried. And that's how I discovered Miriam, because she was supposed to have been buried over there, but they... Found out she was over here So she never received her freedom And and, and, and that was what Was really uh, disheartening For me as well is that you know you got All of these uh, Slaves that are still buried On the plantation that Didn't receive freedom and so that can Explain why the plantation never closed
2: Right So, so Miss Crystal nailed It when she said that That this history this is Not just a uh, black history. This is American history, and it Absolutely. should be taught, and people should know about it all across the world, and in particularly in America. But here's where I want you to go now, uh, Mr. Williams. I want you to take us to that quilt, that specific yeah. quilt, as Miss. Uh, yes. I think it was Ms. Crystal already mentioned that, that our ancestors made quilts to give messages uh, for the Underground Railroad people uh, to make sure that they could get, uh, get free. And so we yes. learned that Ms. Miriam uh, did not get a chance to, to get her freedom and that she probably bore a lot of children for this slave master because we know these things existed on the plantations, right? It existed on. Exactly. Uh, in my family, I have exactly. some blue-eyed, blonde-headed uh, grandkids, and people in my family that are throwbacks from from wherever. So, um, so tell us, share with us about the quilt.
6: Okay. Well. And how you uh,
2: discovered? Go ahead.
6: Yes, and, and one of the things I like to add to that is one of the things that I failed to mention, Doctor Keller, that we discovered it as in addition, while we were there, were some citizenship markers.
4: Yeah. You remember yes. that,
6: Dr. McKellar? And Absolutely. they were placed on all the white graves, but the slave graves didn't have the citizenship markers. That's uh, right. And, and it, it said citizen of uh, the Republic of Texas. So that was another way to kind of identify uh, who was yes. what at that time. As it relates to the quilt, uh, the chalice quilt. Um, that quilt is a 30 by 30, 30 chalices, 30 pyramids around um, with the color of the blood that was suffered from the people. And these are these are documentations that I've read about this quilt. Uh, so it's hard for them to deny that the quilt wasn't made uh, at the Mimosa Hall Plantation because they have documentation that I didn't even create from way back when that exists now in my hands. So it's hard for them to, to deny that the quilt wasn't Uh, Manufactured there Uh, But it was used Or was supposed to have been used As a road map For uh, travelers along The Underground Railroad And when you look at the planter's journal That's all they did all day long Was sit up and sew stuff for the the master The women Uh, Sew stuff for the master And the men were out working in the field Plying the field And all this is documented in his planter's journal And so you know, that quilt is now In Britain, on display, the same oppressors that oppressed us and enslaved us, they're enjoying the fruits of the labor and the benefits of that quilt uh, and had it in their possession for 40 years, uh, 16,605 days. They've made roughly $4 million off of the the quilt, uh, roughly at a tune of $174 after you convert it from pounds uh, to buy it or lease it. Uh, That's just not right for them to continue to reap benefits from something, uh, someone that suffered in the process of making this. So it's it's, it's a diligent effort for me to create some kind of campaign, some kind of movement over in the U.K. from now until it gets back here. And it needs to come back here so that we can celebrate its return uh, to help educate all people about what has occurred as it relates to slavery, as it relates to uh, this type of artifact, uh, this would be like uh, uh, folk art, uh, and, and so this this needs to be back in our possession so that it can be celebrated on this side of the water. But over there, they also need to be made aware that what has occurred should not be sitting in a castle in Bath, England. It should be sitting over here in the Martin Luther King Museum where people can be educated from it. Beautiful and wow.
2: outstanding. So, yeah. Quick question. Uh, it, go right ahead.
6: Uh, was Miriam's last name uh, noted as Webster as I continue to Google this thing? Webster, no. It's always been the Williams. Okay, so so who is this uh, Mimosa Hall was building? 18 oh, parts, oh, oh, oh you web. said Miriam, Miriam Webster. Now, that I'm glad you brought that up. Miriam Webster, Dr. McKellar got a chance to see Miriam Webster. Miriam <laughs> Webster is buried at his feet. That's his wife. <laughs> that's
2: exactly right. right. That, they both share the they both share the same name, and that's what was so amazing. Um, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up, uh, Pastor Cooper. Yeah, to
6: that's see, a good. To see
2: to see Miss Miriam, Miss Miriam Williams buried beside her slave master, and Miss Miriam Webster, the wife, buried at his feet. I thought exactly. that was quite interesting, uh, be, because obviously He's Stood on top of her and walked on top of her because he obviously had other women uh, on the plantation that he had children for. So we know that that kind of thing was very prevalent uh, back back in those days. We know in the Bible days, we, uh, Pastor Cooper can tell you a uh, whole lot of concubines and things that were going on oh, yeah. uh, in the Bible in the Bible days. So we know that that continued on uh during slavery time when our ancestors, our our great great grandmothers and grandmothers uh were taken advantage of who lived on uh plantations at that time. So Mr. Go ahead, hey, yes, 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 sir. Sure yes uh,
3: uh, sir.
2: as
3: y'all as y'all tell as y'all tell, as y'all telling that story, all I could see was Herschel Walker. And said, so we ain't all made yeah. it over yet. See, see the Grand see. railroad <laughs> <I> need to <laughs> be <laughs>
2: And, and and you and you know I just hold on to that, Mr. Arthur, because in our last thirty minutes, we're gonna go political. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that's exactly what we are going to talk about, um, because wow. this this will segue into. Just exactly what Mr. War- Mr. Uh, Arthur just brought up. Thank you. Just hold tightly. We may we may even give it forty five minutes. <laughs> but but I want to take I want to take us <laughs> I want to take us to um, Mr. Williams. I want to take us to uh, to the letter that yes. you sent because we've our, Mr. Williams has already outlined where that quilt is it it, and we know the queen passed away and then we know that now her son uh is in charge of everything and uh so so tell us what has happened from that point uh mr williams
6: well the museum has guidelines for restitution and reparations and i have those pdf guidelines that i followed by um in order to regain this quilt. Um, And so I wrote them a letter. I wrote the King a letter, and I wrote the the U.K. government a letter. I wrote the American Museum a letter. I wrote everybody that I thought would have any interest in this a letter. It had to be at least 50 emails that I sent out. I got a response back. Uh, I gave them five days, and I got a response back on the sixth day. Uh, from the american museum and on the seventh day i got a response back from the government and they're willing to work with me but they haven't said that they're going to give it back yet which is what i'm waiting to hear as well as restitution wow. uh they need to also pay a price uh so um so uh, now a hefty, price. a hefty price a hefty price and so now um I'm getting ready to forward them this video along with a video response and giving them another deadline uh, w- with additional actions to come forward uh, and come forth. And so hopefully, you know, I'm asking for them to give us a Christmas gift. So if they can bless us to get this thing back by Christmas, that would be a blessing. And so uh, I'm not going to give them any leeway at too much time to really uh, um, um, just kind of, brush it off but at the end of the day it'll probably wind up legal uh in trying to uh get it back and so i'm just going to pursue all uh avenues uh with as much help that you all and everybody else can provide uh because we win together to get this back and i think this could be a, a great blueprint for going after other african Americans artifacts around this great nation that are uncovered yet not to be discovered. And so this is, could be another way uh, for restitution and reparations. And so uh, I'm planning to set up a nonprofit uh, that will also, uh, with this, because I know there's going to be other opportunities uh, coming down the line. And so that's that's one of the areas in which uh, I'm currently focused on and trying to uh, put as much maximum pressure on them to get that quilt back as, po- as soon as possible. That's
2: They're not, not trying enough. to have it. They're not at all. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm glad that you brought that up, Pastor Cooper, because Mr. Williams, after, after he sent that letter out, they removed that quilt from the website. Go ahead and mention that, yep. uh, Mr. Yep. Williams. They said they were going to remove. Go ahead. They
6: were, they were going to remove the quilt from their website where they currently license it and sell it. So they were going to stop all of that which to me tells me that they know what they've done and what they're doing and that they shouldn't have been doing it from the beginning. They just didn't think they would get caught. Uh, and that uh, somewhere down the line 40 years later, somebody somewhere, some family member, might say, aha, and that's me. And so um, they need to turn it back <laughs> over so, so that okay. we can all have a great and grander press conference and great day and meeting and telling everybody we got this back for all people, not just for my family, but for everybody. So That's right. this could be a great, great inspirational story for Christmas time. It could make them look good. They and, and, and with all this stuff what's going on with uh, Benin and Nigeria wanting their stuff back, and the, the Jamaicans wanting to come up out of the rule, and the Barbados wanting to get up on the Queen. This could be a easy one for them, but they need to jump on it now.
2: Well, I'm renewing my passport. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the same. I'm happy to go out for okay, that quilt. We're, <laughs> we're going for that quilt. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> well, listen to these notes
6: real quickly. It says, it says the American Museum in Britain has an, in its permanent collection a quilt made by slaves on the Mimosa Hall Plantation. The quilt copy by it. 1860 is called The Chalice. That's this, it. This they're they, they're
2: like not, the like you said,
6: they're not hiding it. They're not hiding They're not hiding it. They're not hiding it, uh, they, not hiding it because it has, the wind hasn't blown in the right direction for them yet. And and gonna, and, wow. and once that wind get them, then they're going to have to release it. Uh, uh, well, uh,
3: remember, that when they no, got it, the, the, the communication system wasn't what it is uh, now. You know what I mean? The communication well, system was catching them. That's what's catching Very now.
2: Now you catch a whole good bunch point. of stuff now. Exactly. Well, what's exactly. interesting to me is how in the world they got that quilt. That's what I would love to know. How it well, got I, from. Go ahead. Can you share that with us? Well, I can you that. With
6: Stolen just like the lives of livelihood. You know, if you ain't paid me, you stole it.
2: Well, that would be true. That part is true. But who that culprit was. That brought it from Mimosa Hall Over to England
6: They said you, you see Mrs. What I'm Downer, Yeah, they said Mrs. Downer Which was a Webster friend From Louisiana Gave okay. it to a bishop That was traveling to uh, oh, right. England But at the same time uh, The Episcopalians Uh, No, the Anglicans were not in Marshall It was the Episcopalians at that time And they were saying it was an Anglican bishop So, you know, they had that church division going on then So there's no way that that could have happened So that's that's another uh, part of their story That's not making sense So, you know, um, they took it because they wanted it They saw the value in it And they didn't think anybody would challenge them on it Sure
2: Well, we all know the value of these quilts. I have quilts that my mother-in-law made. I have quilts my grandmother made. My mother. I mean, that was big, especially in the African American community. How yeah, they yeah, made? It. Well, they made it. Yeah, we all know that, correct? I mean, and they would take.
3: Yes, because stoves, yes. I see them wood stoves. I them wood stoves wasn't putting out no central heat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so had they to
2: make them warm in the. Exactly. A- amazing. And and there are yes. stories behind. I remember my mother-in-law taking um, garments that were no longer being used, and they cut these fancy patterns. And right to this day at my church here in Tyler, Texas, they have a quilting guile. And every, every, every Thursday, <laughs> You can go into our Family Life Center, and those women are down there making quilts. And then if you come during Black Heritage Month, you're going to see all those beautiful quilts displayed all around the Family Life Center. They are amazing. And you know know the price of this kind of stuff. These quilts are so valuable because it took hours on end for them to hand-stitch those
3: quilts They a quilt convention here in Dallas once They had a quilt convention here in Dallas once I, I, I right?
6: looked Wow yep. that well, one, are, one of the other things that I failed to mention That they're doing with the quilt They're selling postcards And they're selling patterns in addition Oh that's, to right. Leasing, that's right Leasing and buying a, a, a duplicate framed image of it So they're making money all kind of ways They got these hooks hanging on on racks like they do these uh, Arabian rugs, you know, and they can swing these racks around and you can just do whatever, whatever. So, you know, and, 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 you know, this museum also has ties to New York City, the Falcon Foundation, uh, which was founded by Dallas Pratt and some other guy named John Eukendal or something like that. So the main office is in New York City. The Friends of the American Museum of Britain. Wow. So the Americans know what's going on too.
2: There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Well it's um it's real overwhelming. Um it it's just real overwhelming. <laughs> it really is. That's, okay. That's Any more Kelly? questions on
1: yes, ma'am, go right ahead. Uh, Hector Garza is with us. He's been listening, and he wants to comment. I've opened up the line. Welcome, Hector.
2: Great. I'm I'm so sorry, Mr. Chairman. I would have already brought you in. And let me just tell you that this is our chairperson of the Democratic Party here in Smith County. He's doing an amazing job of making sure that we get ready for election time. So go, go right ahead, Mr. Chair. It's great to have you.
7: Thank you so very much. Um, I, I just wanted to make a quick comment, uh, Mr. Williams, Eric. Uh, thank pleasure you, to hear from so, you so much. It, it, for it's a pleasure to hear. Yeah, yeah, all of you, Rihanna. Across, of course, Dr. McKellar, uh, Pastor Cooper, Chris, everybody. This pleasure. was so educational. This was so, so, so fascinating. Uh, you know, we live in a type of tipsy world world. Everything goes by you. I had no idea about any of this. i got to be honest. But now that I'm listening to it, now that I'm hearing you all speak, I won't put it down. This is absolutely fascinating, and you're just a, a thrown stole away. So i got to go look at this, and i got to go see it firsthand. It's not too far from here. So uh, you guys, thank you. That was a wonderful, wonderful presentation. And you're right, Dr. McMillar. we are doing so much to get the voters to the poll and get excited. It's, it's right around the corner. It's our time. So while uh, we're going to do everything, we're going to continue doing everything to get the voters to the poll. So, but I just wanted to thank everybody. This was very, very, it was thank very you. refreshing and very educational. Thank you. Thank I you. appreciate thank that. You. And
2: can you let us know, I believe, uh, what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is a deadline uh, that, and you may want to mention uh, when our early voting begins, but also tomorrow, if there's any other person out there that needs to be registered or change their uh, address or anything that they need, if they got married or whatever what they need to do by tomorrow, Mr. Chair.
7: Yes, by tomorrow, by the end of the day, we have got to register as many voters as we can. Tomorrow is the deadline. So before close of post office tomorrow, they have to be postmarked. Now, if you are in Smith County, if you are anywhere in the neighborhood and you cannot find a ride or you cannot find somebody, we are VDRs. We will go to you and register you. Okay, so I I will give this phone number out if it's okay with you, Dr. Keller, 903-283-8652. Call us. Call me personally. I will find somebody. We will go to your house. We will register you. But tomorrow is a deadline. So if you've gotten married, if you've changed your name, if you're simply just a person that's never become part of the democratic process of voting, we encourage you. You know, your, your voice is, is, is what we need today. Your vote is what we need today. Moving forward, we all see where this country is going and where, where, what changes need to be made. So it's very important that we get out the vote. Dr. Matthew I don't think we've ever, ever had a, a, a gubernatorial race this important, a race, you know, a midterm race that is important as this one. You know, not that I can ever remember. You know, we got so and- much on the line. But 24th through 28th is early voting. It starts. So we encourage everybody to be at the polls also. Exactly. Very
2: good. Probably not since Ann Richards came into office, would you say? Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, absolutely. You say? <laughs> exactly. But we want everybody to know the importance. This is probably the most important election that we'll ever face in our lifetime, and that's this midterm election. And we know that Beto O'Rourke is running for um, governor for the state of Texas. We saw a debate, um, and, and and thanks to everybody. Mr. Arthur came down and joined us uh, for our debate watch uh, there at uh, Taste of North Delight restaurant. Mr. Chair had all right. of the dedicated... Democrats and all of these citizens To come out to watch that amazing Debate and so we want to make Sure that we elect people Who actually is working For the greater good of all Mankind not just A certain group of people But for every single person And we know that we know that Miss Miss Crystal and her hubby just arrived back in uh back in Texas and so miss crystal tomorrow is actually the deadline uh to get registered so that you would be able to vote in the midterm election and mr chair if you and of course mr arthur's there in in the dallas fort worth area uh but uh, but miss crystal find somebody uh tomorrow we're going to um, we're going to make sure that Mr. Arthur gives you a phone number that's close in the area where you live so that you can find somebody to get you and Mr. Morris, uh, our veterans, uh, registered so that you will be able to participate uh, in this midterm election. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody. And uh, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because,
5: again, we've, we've only been here five days.
2: and so Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you're right. So that's
5: very important that we do know that. And so I'm, I, this is very serious, and so tomorrow
2: morning we will be taking care of that immediately. Very good. Outstanding. And, and we'll make sure Mr. Arthur has a phone number or, uh, that you can find in your area that you don't have to go very far that somebody can, uh, some uh, deputized uh, a voter, uh, registered voter will be able to get you registered. And, and Mr. Chair, if you'll mention also uh, when early voting begins and, uh, and then, of
7: course, election date. Yes, early voting will begin on the 24th. From the 24th to the 28th is the first week of early voting. Okay, then we'll pick it back up right after that all the way to November 4th. And then Election Day is November 8th. From 7-7 to November 8th. But from the 24th to the 28th is a very important week. That is the beginning of early voting. Excellent.
2: And then I want to mention that on the 30th, that's a Saturday, uh, we're going to have a caravan van uh, for, um, for the Congressional District 1. There's 16 counties throughout, beginning here at Smith County. We're going to line up and decorate our cars there at uh, Taste of North Delight Restaurant. Yes. I'm going to provide uh, breakfast that morning. We're going to decorate our vehicles from 9 until 945. We'll have breakfast ready at 830 for, for those citizens, and then we'll get in our cars. We're working on bringing uh, someone from Washington, D.C. down, and we've been talking to Jamie Harrison, and I don't know who he's going to send. He's actually going to be uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, for the simple reason that they're focusing really heavily on on those uh, senatorial races And we know uh, 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 Senator Warnock is running Against that other person mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about uh, In the next few minutes In the last 30 minutes or so Of the show uh, His name is, uh, everybody knows that uh, Former football player uh, I'm not going to give him too Personal. much press But, but it, though that would be the one Yes, okay So we'll give him <laughs> right. we'll, 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 <laughs> We're going to give more pr- More press to uh, Senator Warnock uh but yeah, but we, we gotta call his name in order to talk about what's going on with him and uh and his four children uh that he hasn't fathered. Uh anyways. So uh anything else, any final comments, Mr. Chair? And we certainly appreciate you jumping in on this call tonight. I'm sorry that I didn't realize Miss Rihanna sent me a message to let me know you were there. So I'm so glad that you could have been in on our conversation long ago
7: that that is okay i i was very pleased just listening to everybody i enjoyed it so believe me i was i'm very content with it but i know i just Thanks. thank everybody i thank you and i i just encourage everybody to bring everybody you know to the polls it's one of our most important elections to san richard so um once again just yes, please sir. make it to the polls
2: yes sir thank you so very much mr chair we appreciate you um there's jamar jefferson who is running for uh Congressional District One. Uh, we need to get him in office. He's running ag- against a guy uh, here locally, and uh, we finally got rid of Louis Gomer. We didn't get rid of him. He got no. He got rid of himself, as a matter of fact. Uh, but he should have been gone long ago. But that's okay. Uh, and so, but we have some amazing candidates uh, throughout the district, throughout uh, Congressional District One, and then of course locally here. Uh, in Smith County, we have some great people who are running for office. And so we congratulate and thank people for stepping up and stepping out to run for office because Pastor Cooper and I understand and we know how much work is involved in running campaigns and especially a statewide campaign, which is what Pastor Cooper ran and did an amazing job that. So uh, so as much as we can help to get people elected, then we need to do uh such as that. Okay. So, Mr. Williams, final yes. comments and, uh, 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 about uh, where where we go from here. Uh, we will continue to cover this story, uh, and once again, we thank Mr. Steve Jackson, the uh, director, news director for CBS 19 for carrying this story because I said to him, this is a story that needs to be told and you need to document it for us so that it can be told all over the world. Because guess what? It has extended outside of America into the world. So, therefore, that's why. It needs to be told every single place, everywhere. And uh, so, Mr. Williams, uh, anything else that you want to share with us about the story? And then we'll see if there's any more questions from uh, our colleagues. And then we're going to get into some politics because this, this is really politics we've been talking about all evening, right? Absolutely. Right, guys?
3: Absolutely. 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 Okay. Well, um, all right
2: uh,
4: uh
6: <laughs> the gentleman from the uh the news station because they just texted and said that uh their news piece with you and and I was supposed to air tonight at 10. Oh, is that right on, Oh my goodness. Yeah, on CBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good. So very good. Since we've been on the phone they texted me and told me that.
2: Wow, and that's uh outstanding.
6: so so the, the main mission now is to get their attention fully uh to get engaged with them. Uh, directly, uh, and to make preparations and arrangements to get this quilt shipped or flown back to America and come to Marshall, Texas, so we can have a, a real homecoming uh, yes. this year for this quilt and use this as a learning tool and a roadmap for our future generations Because there are a lot more quilts. There are a lot more African artifacts. There are a lot more everything that's still yet to be uncovered, to be discovered. And this is just the beginning, especially with this plantation. Uh, This particular plantation had the the largest amount of slaves in all of Texas. He had over 8,000 slaves at one time. And so this, this plantation here has a rich history that needs to be uncovered, Uh, a lot of our ancestors' lives have gone uh, by the wayside and we've forgotten about them. And and, and that's one of the things I get tired of hearing people tell me is is to leave it alone, don't worry about it, that's so long ago, but it's really not that long ago. When you compare it to how long we were enslaved and oppressed. Yes, sir. And how how long we've been free is not that long. So it's not that long ago, and so I just want to just – be encouraged. Encourage everybody else to participate and help them getting this quilt back.
2: Outstanding. That's beautiful. Any co- any questions or comments from the rest, Mr. Arthur? You have anything? Well, uh, you can. This is. Ms. Crystal, uh, go right ahead. We'll go to the ladies first. So, okay. so when you consider, oh, first of all, I think it is outstanding
5: of the work that you all are uncovering and the bravery of it all, because it does take a mental toll as well. Um, when you are told, leave it alone, leave it alone, but it is the one that fights. Just like Martha Luther King, there's a purpose that you are serving, and you must follow through. Um, with that Definitely. being said, um, you know, the Native Americans, the Latinos, but everyone else has um, artifacts and communities and museums and and things that's registered. So it is very important that this journey continues. Yes,
2: Beautiful.
4: So yes, well, said. Welcome well, to well said. Welcome to
2: Dallas, well too, said. Crystal. <laughs> yes, what you'll you. What did he say? He said, "Welcome to Dallas." You've been on the. You know, he runs our our, our program on Thursday, and yes, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, so
5: excited to be here. Her. Mm-hmm. I haven't caught up with him yet, but that was my next phone call. I just got settled in the kids in school, um, and I just called, you know, Dr. McKellar They said, hey, you know, I, I made it here safely today, so you were my next call. We'll definitely be talking tomorrow. I'm so excited to hear all the things that you've got going on, and I definitely, definitely will be supporting you. Um, I wanted to know um, for the people out there, do you have something where um, I know Dr. McKellar sent the video where we can send and put it on our social media accounts to really push the word out? You know, is that something that we can just promote and share? I have a lot of contacts yep. in D.C. great question. And we'll be working great together question. to get to excellent. those contacts.
2: Excellent, excellent, excellent question. question. <laughs> and tell them, tell them about how they can t- view the original film, uh, okay. Mr. Williams. Okay, great,
6: great, great point. Finding well, I'll start, mm-hmm. I'll start out by saying if you're a Roku television user, you can go to this TV and go to Roku and search Finding Miriam, or you can just go directly to this TV and look for Finding Miriam. You'll see the entire film, plus you'll see the the campaign video for getting the the quilt back, and then you'll see some other things with Dr. McKellar and I and and some other people as well. And online, you can go to this, T-H-I-Z-Z dot TV slash films. And there you will see the film as well, as well as the trailer and the campaign video for uh the the to return the quilt so those are the main areas and then you can go to this t v on Facebook and see it see it there as well. not the film, but the trailer and the uh uh campaign quilt video yes. Yes, is is this something that we
5: can put on our social media, Facebook accounts, the Senate, and put the word out there? Because, again, it's power in numbers, and a lot of these people on this line, we all have strong um, networks, meaning we have, I don't know, I'm making this up, uh, thousands of people on our social media platforms, and if we could all help. And effort, and have something that we can, you know, put on there. Maybe the video that I was sent today, put on our social media, and, and and hit a message saying, "Hey guys, help! Need all the support. Do you know anyone that can help us get, you know, the goal? Is there anything that um, can people put this on their social media platform? Absolutely,
6: absolutely. You can go to this TV on Facebook or you can go to this TV itself to the films and share it. Yep. So
3: Okay, perfect. So it,
6: it has a share button on this TV online, or you can share it directly from this TV Facebook, and that would be tremendous if you could do that.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So you, so you hear we have the listeners out there. If you hear what he just said, go ahead and take your phone, put it on your social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter accounts, and get that word out there. We need your support. Thank you. Has Very good. Has Very hashtag good. Black History Month
2: UK. <laughs> yes, and I don't know how many. How many of you guys knew that they have Black History Month in uh, in the United Kingdom? I didn't. But of course, yeah. we know there are black people. We we know there are black people there. But I, you know, you just never even think about it. So, Ms. Rihanna, Edith. any final uh, comments or suggestions to uh, uh, questions, rather, to uh, Mister Eric Williams? Well, I just, it always
1: uh, it makes my stomach turn to hear that Mr. Williams has had to hear people say, leave it alone. And, you know, it's exactly. been so long ago. It wasn't so long ago that the money that you're making from it is any less green. Okay, there so Well, and it wasn't so long ago that he couldn't have found a perfectly intact grave of his great grandmother i mean this is just you don't ever hear any person of good conscience ever say that to a jewish person why on earth would anyone ever ever say that ever about the worst atrocity uh, most recent in history uh that it's just beyond me so i i praise your work i'm so just it's, it's um, it's amazing to me. It's amazing. Every yeah. American, this would be required uh, in every, starting in elementary school, to watch this documentary and to continue following the work you're doing. So thank keep you. it up. You're amazing.
3: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank, you.
1: thank,
2: thank you. you. Thank you, Mr. Arthur.
3: Yeah, uh, well, I look forward to seeing what's going to happen with that quilt. And, uh, you know, I'd like yeah. say have a big celebration when we show up. Absolutely. Oh, listen, yes, let
2: me tell you. You don't even know a celebration when that quilt shows up. Gosh, this is going to be a, a nationwide celebration. I'm telling you, all, as, as they say, all roads are going to lead uh, to Dallas, Texas. Oh, no, no, no. Excuse me. East Mark. Texas. East what Texas. am I talking about? <laughs> all Texas. roads are going to lead East. to... See, we, we've been pushing and to include Mr. Arthur because he comes from... Uh, he hails from his ancestors from East Texas as well. But we've been pushing East Texas forever, and this, I'll tell you what, they're paying attention, but let me just tell you that Mr. Williams is really getting ready to blow up East Texas. That's all I oh, got to yeah. tell you. Yes, blow yes. it up. We're going to do it together. Go ahead. Do it. We're going to blow it up. We're going to blow it up. Go ahead, Pastor Cooper, who who also well, has ties in East Texas. Go ahead.
6: Oh, deep East Texas. Uh, uh, East Texas and Southeast Texas. Uh, And the same, similar stories, uh, but he has more factual information that we can actually challenge. And so I want to encourage him not to listen. Matter of fact, the more people tell you to forget about it, that's you need to hire uh, powerful (laughs) lawyers. Uh, And there you go. Yeah, and and sue. (laughs) Yeah, uh, matter matter of fact, we need to start watching Byron Allen. He sued uh, the media uh companies uh, like uh the weather channel in which he owns now for because he had to go in them because they would not take him seriously uh there you I go. go back and look at the uh the way that texaco all company came about that's because a smaller company didn't take them serious when they went into them. Yes. i think it was up in oklahoma or i forget the exact area but i have to go back and look at it but you're going to have to take them to court. You're going to have to let them know that you're serious. You're going to have to get lawyers to right. hire them and put a, a monetary that's value right. on it. I think Byron Allen right. worth somewhere around $20 billion now because their lawsuits were settled because he took it serious. And now he's going out to McDonald's because McDonald's uh, pulled all their advertising uh, off of uh, the weather channels and other stations that he owns.
2: Mm. Wow, that's a, that's amazing. Wow. That that is yeah. just amazing. Well, well, it, it's just like the people at uh, Black Wall Street, and I'm just going to specifically talk about the specific Black Wall Street that everybody talks about and knows about it. Even though we had Black Wall Streets all in every city in this in in the nation, right, and everywhere, because Black people had to stay in certain parts of the of of the uh, cities, right? They couldn't go. Right. To, we we never right. went past. Uh, our ancestors didn't go past Front Street in Tyler, Texas, but Black Wall Street was in North Tyler in the district where I proudly served. So, but look at those people and what their losses were. And mm. has, has anybody been compensated for that? Wow. I think it would be a no, right? Nope. So, no. So no. that's just exactly what Pastor Cooper is talking about right there. Like so, right uh, Yeah. Go ahead, Pastor Cooper. Anything else? You you got us on fire no, right there.
6: Well, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I'm I'm excited. And I'm doing my studies, my work, and I know a, a, a lot of powerful lawyers and attorneys. They were glad to take on this case, and
3: and we that's need to right. take it before.
2: We need and, to... and, and and they'll take it without you putting any money out there because they know that's a case that they could they could win. You already did the research for them, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for. Got all the documents. You, you, you. There you go. There you go. But thank you for that, Pastor Cooper, because that may be something that Mr. Williams, you may need to look into real soon. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, really we
6: gonna have to we're gonna have to double back on that one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's it. Double down on it. Okay. Okay. Well this was outstanding, uh, Mr. Williams. I so enjoyed uh everything that you had to say tonight and some great comments from the uh, team. And uh, we're we're ready to move on forward. Like I told you, I, I'm, I'm renewing my passport because I believe fruition, and it's not yeah. going to take all that much time. Especially after uh, Pastor Cooper has opened our eyes even wider uh, of Absolutely. of more people that we need to bring forward to yes. uh, to be a part of to be a part of this operation. Don't go away. Let's talk a little bit about. Um, let's talk a little bit about. Election time, uh, politics, but in particular, we know that uh, Senator Warnock has a a powerful election that's going on right now, and uh, even we do here in Texas. We have a powerful one with the, uh, the governorship and all that. We just got a lot of stuff going on everywhere, but let's take a look at we know that the Republican Party have always used this family, um, uh, and I'm not saying that they're not family-oriented because there are a lot of people. You have to look at people individually. Uh, I, I know that, uh, that I'm a Democrat and I'm very family-oriented, but we know that, uh, that Herschel Walker's son came forth on television and exposed everything that he's done uh in his personal life and so now let's just look at this if we if if i tell you that that this is who i am and what i believe in and then then i decide that i'm going to go and uh, say and do anything uh to win an election uh you you all wouldn't vote for me but how is it that people are totally ignoring uh, what this guy has done and what he's doing, and how he's denied, denied, get, denied. We'll but go ahead, well, I I lead okay, go ahead. Let me get us off. Okay, go ahead. Let me get a reference. Okay.
3: Did you see? Did, did you get see Django? Did, did you see Django Unchained? Did you see that? Did you see that movie?
4: Did.
8: Huh?
2: No, what was it oh, oh, about? No, oh, <laughs> 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 you
8: said no, know what that was
2: it about? Yeah, tell us about it,
8: Miss Arthur You remember that? You remember that brother? You remember that
3: brother? You, you, you remember that brother? They had that that they, they fetch and, and stick him on everybody. But they, hey, hey, you know you go to that beat, just kill you if kill you, if they tell you Tell him to. Well, that's the way the political system is used personal. Personal is that brother.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: That, 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 they, that, they, that they just going to stick on our community, and he's sick. Wow. He's sticking him on. Us. <laughs> You know what
4: I mean?
3: So uh, mm. so I'm just saying, for those who didn't see the movie, that's the first movie I ever saw. And the reason I went and saw it is because I, I heard the black man didn't get killed. So uh, <laughs> I, I, said, I said, okay. You know, and, and so, sure enough, we didn't get killed. That's the first movie I, that I went to where the black man star didn't get killed before the end of the movie.
2: Exactly. Wow.
3: wow. You know, okay. Oh, he's talking
6: Samuel well, Jackson, the part that Samuel
2: Jackson plays. Right.
3: Samuel Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's, like, he's talking, roles, about yeah. Now, talking, talking about, about the guy. No, I'm, 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 I'm talking about the wait. I'm talking about the about cowboy and that. I'm talking to the about movies. Like, yeah. Like, had yeah, them back in the, the day movies. The big dumb
1: guy that used to beat everybody up. They'd sit yeah, on the. Yeah, the back in the day movies.
3: The brother always got killed. Sam Day June. Look here, Sam Day June was on Rifle Man. He got killed. Now you. Oh <laughs> right? well, that's yeah, that's
1: true.
6: No, but what I'm saying though, they they used uh, Herschel Walker like they used Samuel Jackson and uh, Jane Doe. Well
1: that too. That
2: too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, but he's not nearly as smart. <laughs> that, well um, that's true. But, 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 but
2: unfortunately.
1: It, it, but but you know, but, but,
3: but, but, but sure, look, let's don't pretend that okay. let's don't pretend that the uh-huh. you know, everybody knows what's going on. You know what I mean? And, and her, you know, Herschel just like that tub of beer guy, except for he's a white guy, he, that coach that, that that talked all that noise yesterday. Right. He said, we want white people's stuff. Is that what he said? Coach. <laughs> so now you have a coach. So I guess they'll get him up there, and then he could be walking around coaching Herschel, I guess, while they're in the Senate. You know,
2: so. Well, but to hear, li- listen, I'm a woman, and to hear women Saying I don't Care if Herschel Walker Right paid, How did she word it She brought an eagle in
1: She uh, she from, said skanks
2: Paid some skanks
1: right. to have some abortions Skank, yeah. Not women oh, right. who Herschel
2: Walker Had right. been with exactly. <laughs> Called them skanks
5: Other
1: women but, but, what was, uh,
2: but what was But what is he Okay so he didn't ha- This woman this didn't have her baby By herself right Oh, and we found I mean, out that high. this was
1: two abortions, and she has one of his children. Yeah. So this is three yeah. total yeah. children potentially That's he would right. have had with her.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Well, all
3: I know is, mm-hmm. Eddie and Shirley. all I know is Republicans, yes, sure, they sure won't take up. they, they sure won't take up for their women. You got Ted Cruz, and now uh, and now you got uh, a Trump. <laughs> uh, 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 you bought Kentucky? You know, the, you know, I mean, they would not take up for anyone. Yeah. What's up with them guys? They sure did. No, they I were tough
2: guys. <laughs> Is that what called, well,
1: huh? they don't Well, they don't stand for anything. They have no values. Exactly. They have no convictions. No. They have no, you That's know, right. it, it, for the longest time, they were, fam- supposedly, I don't think any of us on this line ever believed it. I know I didn't. Nope. Supposedly, nope, family didn't. values and, nope. you know, uh, pulling yourself up by your boots. And not being a victim and, and standing up for women and valuing life, they don't stand for any of that. They just stand right. for sticking it to somebody else that they don't like and, you know, punishing people for having a life and punishing people for not having the same uh, standards that they ha- claim to have. They are for defunding. I can't have, I, you
3: know, we can't have real history because we, because yeah. my little yeah, right. kids are so hurt. It'll child, hurt their they feelings. It just, just feels a be hurt, so now we got to keep hurting your kids' feelings.
1: Right, because well, they're professional a, victims, so they victimize their exact. own children. Oh, so it'll hurt my little white boy's ears and, and feelings if he learns the truth. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They're just fascists, like Mr. Arthur has been telling us. Better listen to them. They're fascists, and that's what they believe in. That's it.
3: Until you say what the thing is, you can't deal with the thing. you got to say right. what it is. That's what it is. Right. That's what it is. I mean, right. I, wish, I wish it wasn't that, but... Y'all, that's what that's that is. And and they don't like you. They don't like They They don't care about none of that. They cut their nose mm-hmm. off despite their face.
2: It's their face. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and, say,
3: and it oh, is okay for people when you ask somebody,
1: why are you, you know, continuing to support Herschel Walker and they tell you all their stupid reasons, it is totally you're well within your rights to tell them what an immoral and disgusting thing that is. This exactly. isn't just, just your opinion and my opinion, two sides of the same point. All politicians like no. There's no excuse for this. They're supporting no. them.
3: And, and then they try to make, because I was listening to the other day, they were trying to make black folks feel like by, by doing that, what you said, uh, Ms. Your Honor, that, the, that they're making like that they uh giving us some kind of grace by forgiving him. And I'm going, really? Really wow. wow. Well wow. I, I, let,
2: let me share this text message with you guys. Uh this person says, uh, do you actually really think that they cared about uh a, a, a baby with two black skin? Uh that oh, because fifty oh, percent wow. sure, of that uh, baby
3: Go ahead. Certainly. Look at, yes, sir? That's what I want to tell you when I told y'all about if they could those guys they would make it like white women and have abortions and they would pay black folks right now this is a yes, perfect she example for Her, yeah. Her, Hershey walker and did that and they don't yep. care
4: it's nope, okay
3: right. they don't right. even care see that's the hypocrisy that's what i'm talking about
2: yeah i talking. see your i see your point i see your point you
3: know but about you know, that, so that, forgiving.
2: any comments <laughs> any comments and mr williams if you're there and you have comments uh, just oh, right in, Miss yes. okay. Crystal. <laughs> okay. How about you, Miss Crystal? What are your thoughts? I don't know if we lost Miss Crystal or not. But uh, but I thought well, that you was know just the state go ahead.
6: The state That's of the, the world is as it is, where everyone's looking yes. for someone to uh lead their agenda. Uh, I I have a young guy that is a student of the Word of God, and uh, we call him the professor. And uh, he was talking about uh, this particular guy with a lowercase g that played the flute, and people just followed him. It's kind of like Mm a pod piper. And Mm -hmm. uh, he he lead those people over the cliff. And and that's what's happening. And I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. Just follow a leader that that actually leads by example of a lifestyle and not by – rhetoric and tone and voice so that, that's all that's all i'm asking them to right consider. right so there's, there's still a, a, a large majority of swing voters out there that can tilt this thing to the right way to work we have a governor and uh, uh, state senators and, and representatives and local counties and, and things like that judges and uh, that can make a difference for all the people not not just for for a few select 34% of the base, 43% of the base, and, and just you know serving a small group of people. We need someone that's going to lead our society back into the right direction, uh, making sure that we have uh, affordable health care, making sure that we have uh, great education, great educators, okay. and stop losing our educators to these uh, factories uh, that's not serving the purpose that we need them to do. We need them to have a more green footstep, uh, footprint. So, these are the things that's on the ballot right now: healthcare, eyes, optometrists, uh, dental, mm-hmm. active, uh To all of these things, uh, so we need to wake up. So th- this is no longer funny. This is no longer
2: funny. Very good. Yeah. Right. Any any more comments in regards to this? I, I I you know I don't care how how much I I try to mm-hmm. <clears throat> analyze this about how. Republicans think it's still hard for for me to believe that someone would make the comments, another woman. As I'm, I was about to say, I'm a woman, Miss Rihanna, Miss Crystal, and and for to hear this woman talking about she, she doesn't even know this woman, right? So you don't right. know anything. So you're gonna make these kind. What does she call a skank? What is a that? Skank. Anyway. A skank, oh. Well still what is that? <laughs> I mean what, what is the right. definition of that? You don't even know this lady. But you're drawing sides to this guy just because you let, want let me tell
6: you let, let me tell you what that skank is. A skank is a woman okay. at the will that Jesus set free, had five husbands that okay. wasn't hers. And, yeah, and that's, yeah, who gotcha. that's who we are. That's who we we all are falling short. None is righteous. No, we all filthy rags. There you go. This is who there we you are. Go. And I'm trying not to preach it and get it on that box. But I mean, so so, it, it, what is she saying? They're usually the conservative right, and we're supposed to be speaking to those that, that that's left. Who's the greatest? The, the, the least of these. So, and that's who Christ died for. He died for the 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 the, skank, the poor, the lost, the mistreated, the, yeah, yeah. the brokenhearted. Yeah. That's who he died for. Uh, so maybe she's bigger than God because that's what uh, Lucifer wow. thought too. He can overthrow the government. So maybe maybe she's bigger than God and the skink and, and and the skank's God. So so yeah. uh, you know Paul said I'm the cheapest of sinners. So so I'm a liar. Yeah. I'm a murderer. I I I watch this. I'm gay. I'm straight. I'm les. I'm all of these things. I'm he she she he. Okay. ha whatever <laughs> you want to call it. But but it's because of his blood that he accepts us all. And that's the reason why I love my Muslim brother, my, 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 my Jewish brother, my, my Asian brother and sister, So, because of his blood. And, and so when we stop labeling folks and realize that we're all human, she even said something about the eagle. Uh, she, he can mistreat a bald eagle, and I would still vote for him or something like that. I'm not sure. I have to go back and find the mm-hmm. it. But we have mm-hmm. to make sure that we have representation that represents us all. That's what what is it? Taxation without representation is what
2: without representation. Yeah.
6: Yes it's, it. It, 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 it,
1: mm-hmm. it's, it's tyranny.
6: tyranny.
2: Yes. There you go. Yes. That's it's right. Tyranny. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Wow. Wow. Hmm.
7: Well uh, Dr. McCoy. Yeah.
2: Oh, you said yes, sir. I didn't know you were still there, but it's here. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't leave for the world. This is so interesting. <laughs> and I, I wanna share it with with everybody and I want to see if everybody Is aware of the story of Herschel Walker you know he Is he is totally against abortion according To him but the day after His girl came out And said you know he paid for me To have an abortion et cetera, et cetera, Does anybody know the story of Pastor George and what happened in Atlanta The day after the day After no. Pastor George At the Southern Baptist Church in Atlanta Okay he came out and he recalled. I mean, it, he he brought Herschel Walker to the front, stood him on his right side, and he sat there and he recalled uh, the God's protection of, of King David, the, the Israelite king. Okay, and he claimed mm-hmm. that the same promise would be held to Herschel Walker. So at that time, Herschel told, turned around and told the whole congregation a quick story about how uh, how Jesus had changed his life forevermore, and all of a sudden. Everybody's fighting <laughs> and worshiping, and everybody's telling him it's okay. What you done is okay, and all I could think to myself was, "Oh my gosh!" They just passed out a a whole cooler of Kool Aid, and everybody there drank uh-huh. a glass of it. Every one wow. of them. I mean, it just it was amazing how how Pastor George just turned around and said, "It's okay." You know, we we hold the same promise. That, that was given to um, to King David, and, and, and you're going to be okay. And it was appalling because everybody, everybody clapped and said that he was forgiven and everything was okay, you know? That, new and, wow. Now, Paula White did it with uh, the other guy that was yeah. the president.
6: Uh, so, I yeah, mean, this, this there you know go. It's, just, it's the same old nice. demon. It's, it's a demonic spirit. Matter of <laughs> fact, I want somebody to do, I need a Bible scholar out there, somebody call in. And in the Revelation, the Bible is talking about a dragon that is spewing out water. Dragons don't spew water. Dragons spew out fire. Go back and find that scripture. Right.
2: What you're going to find it.
6: out is that it. that it is the it is the church that's allowed the, uh, Lucifer himself to show up and use the the, the 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 imagery of the Holy Ghost and the church to do the bidding for the devil himself.
2: Wow. Because wow. in the scripture, everywhere That's water powerful. is
6: mentioned, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the troubling yeah. of the water uh, by the moving of the spirit. Y'all going to make me come in here and get uh, theological with you. Uh, but at the same yeah. time, though, you cannot have the two. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. A dragon is double-minded when he's spewing out water. So you can't follow mm-hmm. that dragon at any cost. When he's spewing the, the hate of, of, of the venom mm-hmm. and, and the fire, and when he's spewing out the water because then he is using the church to do his bidding. And the Bible says wow. in First Thessalonians that in the last days there would be a
5: falling away. That's it. That's it. Yep. That's and it. Falling away from the good
2: book. Well, it, it sounds like we're pretty close to those last days, right? Because uh, people keep falling away. Absolutely. <laughs> from... They keep falling away, yes. Well wait, they said they said President Obama was it. The... <laughs> <laughs> Was the market the last day. What well, well, did here? That would be true. Well, that would be true. Well, well, we also, this we know, uh, Miss Rihanna, and, and Pastor Cooper can back me up, or you all can back me up here, everybody. Uh, one day is like uh, how many years for A thousand. Jesus Christ? There you go. 1,000 one so, years. So yeah. 1,000 one years. One day. Yeah. One day.
6: So we don't so, uh, know, so uh, but there's enough signs yes. to let us know. And let me help you out with what uh, the devil uh, meant for evil. God turns around for good.
4: for good. Uh, for good.
6: Name, and I, right. When I first met him in Jefferson County, he wasn't famous yet. And and Sorry. I was getting ready to tell him what his his, his Jewish name meant because they want to give him an African name. But it's actually Barak is a, a name that's found in the Old Testament. With uh, Judge Deborah, yeah. and she was doing the work of Barak, the man, because the man wasn't set in position. So men stand up to okay. you; you don't. The woman's heel is going to be on your back. So my point is this: Barak means blessed in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. what they mean for evil, God turned wrong for good.
2: Well, I'm trying to tell you that's all right. <laughs> okay.
3: Hey, hey, hey mm-hmm. sure. Can I ask County yeah, Chair yeah, a question? Is this yeah. County Chair? Yeah. Yeah, no, uh,
2: uh, yes, I'm, uh, Chair
3: Hector. Did you he uh, Mr. Hector, 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 H- Hector. H- how you doing, he- Hector How you doing, Hector? How you doing? Did you see there, Mr. Hector, Hector. Uh, and Ca- yes, Mr. Chair? Yes, are
2: you I'm there? Here.
7: I'm sorry. Yes. Instead he of unmuting, muted I'm muted. Go ahead.
3: Okay. Oh, well, okay. Hey, I, I I got a question to ask. I got I I want I want to I'll get your take on something because something that just happened out in California <clears throat> happened out of California, and of course you know how okay. America is. Somewhere somewhere actually has a or somewhere else uh there's like four <laughs> Hispanic city councilmen caught them you know get they got this you know they got their tapes where they, were, where they were being racist uh you know toward black folks and so forth and so on uh and so now they protest and doing some other things out there. what effect do you think if any would that have on uh our conversations here in Texas?
7: you know the way I look at it is I look back and I'm seeing what's going on. And I've seen that in the Valley as well. In, in two cases, I've seen it right here in our real Grandy Valley, but I don't think it's going to have too much effect on us. I really don't because what I'm seeing out of us is that we tend to unite. We tend to be together in, in a more political and a friendly fashion. And I think honestly that people are just looking for a reason as, and I think the people who are looking for a reason are the ones that are going to expand this. It's no different from anything else. When you're looking for a reason to argue, when you're looking for a reason to throw controversy in there, you're going to find it. And people are going to piggyback off of that. People that want to complain, people that want to go into negativity, are going to piggyback off of that. But I don't really think that it, you know, coming our way, it's going to show an effect on our side. It really isn't because we don't have the the fight that we're having is, you know, we're, we are fighting the Republicans. We are fighting our own wars. So amongst our, um, inside fighting amongst each other, I don't see it. I don't see it affecting us the way it's affecting either California or any other state. I don't even see it affecting us the way it's affecting the lower Rio Grande Valley at this time. Well, let me, let me, I don't let think let we're let, have.
3: Let, me see, let, me, let me give you one little uh, story that you know because I'm an educator, and uh, uh, and I worked at the school. Here in this uh-huh. elementary school. Well, no, I was I, I was, was educating I worked in this middle school, uh, in DSD, and so anyway, so so a, a Barack Obama was president at the time. Now this school's like eighty percent, you know, Hispanic, and so anyway, so uh, then so that 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 did have, it? Then had something to do with the principal too, but you know, it has something to do with politics too. But anyway, when so so in Black History Month came around. Uh, you know, first of all, you know they didn't, you know they didn't want to do it, but they had to go on and do it. So when we did it, so we in the gym, so they started naming all the, you know, all the past, the recent past presidents, and when they got to Barack Obama, all of them booed. Boo! I was going, wow, mm-hmm. Oh,
8: wow,
3: you know, oh, wow. wow, you know. Are you serious? Wow. Really? wow. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I said, wow, you know, man. I said, what's that? You know, what's that about? You know, but and, and at the time, you know, Obama was trying to get. Immigration passed. Republicans baited him into doing, you know, doing certain things at the border to show that he was going, you know, you know, be in it. And then they never did anything. So even though you know he did, you know, did what he did, you know, but at the same time, you know, they just kind of left him hanging and just played politics with it, you know, start telling Spain, hey, you know, he's the reason you ain't, you know, you can't da da whatever. So yeah, I mean, I know what happened. I'm just saying, you know, that that, and so I'm just saying that having worked having worked with young kids and uh, you know, a mix of, you know, of all races, uh, the whole time, uh, and, and I started to get on Hispanic kids about the N-word, right? And then so, uh, right. uh, uh, and I've, I've and during the whole time, I've never, and this is true, I've never heard a black kid call an Hispanic kid wet back, spick.
2: Right. Uh, you know, I didn't a, I, other, neither did I.
3: I've never, I didn't. I've never no. heard them do that, you know. And, and so and so what I'd be trying to tell my Hispanic friends, hey, you know, you know y'all need to. You know, we need to try to be a little bit more respectful. Now I'm just getting from the kids. But I figure they got it, You know, you know they, they probably have to do it. You know, do it at home probably evidently. So I'm just saying that. You know, so there are some things we need to work out here. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Oh,
7: absolutely, I agree. But you know, you you look at it, and what the only thing that comes to my mind is demographics and and upbringing. Okay, because me being a minority myself, me being, being, being a Hispanic. You know, in the town where we grew up as kids, and, and we grew up in Onarga, Illinois, and boy, you couldn't get any more racist than that, I'm telling you. You know, when when we were 10 years old, you had to run home because, you know, you were a minority, and we were either black or Hispanic, and we were going to get, you know, we are going to get beat up after school no matter what, okay? But mm-hmm. where we were growing up, you know, the minorities, and the black and the Hispanic tended to bond together, and it was our livelihood. It was our way of saying, I got your back, you got my back. You know, so honestly, I've seen that throughout. everywhere I've ever lived, I've seen that. And I've never seen a division between the black and Hispanic community. I never have. Now, I can see it. I can see it. If, if some parents were to start in a demographic area, so where some parents will start, you know, don't play with that kid or don't play with Johnny or don't play with him because he's white or don't play with him because he's black. But I, I've never experienced it in my almost 60 oh, that's years. Not i to, you, level. I've no, never to that it.
3: level. No, they wasn't to that level. Where you know, where you know, I don't, you know, don't play with that kid. No, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't right. to that level. Again, you know, these are kids. Kids, they just, you know, they just pick stuff up. They pick it up from right. the house. They pick it up from their. You what I'm saying from their ether. And right. so you know, picking it up from the old Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm just saying that you know, saying and I've and I said I've had some frank conversation with them where they told me that you know, hey, you know that's what they you know and again what they say is to tell me is that, is that, uh you know they can just you know like being on you know being white or you know whatever you know they can get more you know make their life easier that's what they wrote to me, you know so so you know so a lot of them so so right now that's what's going on here in Texas. Hispanics are being you know being you know same thing you know, hey, you know y'all are better than black folks, you know we like you all, you know that type of stuff, and so now, and so now you know when you talk about hispanics and and voting, they say, well, we vote on economic issues, really, but i'm I'm saying that's what they're saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, so 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 but it, but it, if you, you look know, at so
7: if you look at that on the flip side, if you look at that on the flip side, what better way to divide a party than the flip side there the you party. go. What better way to divide the people and to divide a party than to divide to divide the two powerhouses? Because I'm going to say exactly CD, that's my
3: point. That's there you go. Point.
7: That's what that's they're trying point. to instill in our kids. And that's mind, what I'm that's saying. What exactly. To. Yep. That's what they're trying to do. But, you know, us as parents, us as educators, us as community leaders, us as just uh, just members of the community. You know, you don't have to be a leader. You don't have to be in politics. You don't have to be in anything. But it, it's our job to educate our children, to educate our grandchildren, to educate, you know, everybody and tell them, you know, we are better than this. You know, this is who we are, you know, and, and uh, no matter what they try to do, I think we can counter it. And we've got the, the, the educational skills and the, the – the, the yeah. linguistical skills to counter that and to tell everybody this well. is not us. You know, try as you may, well. but we you don't succeed fighting us.
3: folks well, this. There's a new coalition being built as we speak, right? So gonna is going to be led by, uh, uh you know, Beto and, and the Valley, or it's going to be ran by the Hispanics, uh blacks and the white coalition the whole you know the whole uh, coalition, so uh, I'm just saying that that's what you know that's i how I see it because Beto's a blue doll democrat, so you know that I think that's the you know it's gonna go so we're gonna see what's gonna happen, but hopefully the spanish realize their power is over here because we have more authority that's right.
7: And I, I think that once we get better elected into office, I think a lot's going to change. You know, the same way with the governor and Richard. Once you get somebody in there that can really make a difference and start caring, I think it's going to be a trickle effect. I really do. I think it's going to carry on to 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 everybody. You know, it doesn't matter what race or color or creed or you know, it doesn't matter. I think it's just going to carry on, and they say, okay, let's start doing what's right. Now let's start doing what's popular. Don't continue to drink the cuvee. Don't continue to be, you know, hey, you know, just because everybody is doing this, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what's right. And I think it's the direction where – We all need to go as a country and as a county or, you know, as a country, we need to do start doing what's right instead of what's popular. You know, the party agrees this. The party says this. The party says that. It's time to get away from what the party says and start doing what one personally thinks and what you feel inside, and that start doing the right thing. And once we start doing that, and I think that Beto's going to bring out the best of that. I really do. Here in Texas, I think that he's going to bring out the best of that and he's going to start seeing and, – and you know what? I'm not going to blame it all on him. I'm not going to give him all the credit for that. I honestly am going to give the Republican Party the credit for this because they themselves are the one opening the eyes to everybody, okay? They're the ones making us look at women's rights in a different way. They're the ones making us look at everything in a total different way and saying, okay, this is what you wanted. Now the people are going to speak. Now – this is what we're going to do. And I think that's what we're getting down to, to doing what's right now. So I think the people will unite and they'll be able to see past this and say, you know, it's it's because when you look at the minority, once again, when you look at the minority, they are now the powerhouse, the Hispanic and the black community are now the powerhouse. And if we were to get all of them to go out and vote, you know, I think that a change, a huge, huge change would take place. And I think that it would self-fix and everything would.
3: Like I said that. again, thinking. you know, like we vote, you, you know, black folks, we vote like 90 plus percentile in a block. Hispanics vote like 60-40. And, and I know why that is because Hispanics come from different regions of South America, so they don't have a shared kind of a block mentality like we do since we were, you know, we were you know, basically here uh the the basic expense they vote like 60 40 and, and and they need to get that up to at least seventy seventy five. if we can get them up to seventy seventy five, but you yeah. know uh uh again you know again a lot of them have been promised because you know white is a status or so a bunch of them have been promised white status and and, and yeah. you know they put on they put on their birth certificate and everything so but that, that's the know,
6: block that we're working on While I have the chairman online, good hearing from you, Hector. Uh, There's Uh an organization uh, in the state of Texas called the Black Ministers Coalition of Texas, and they have Mm -hmm. committed to 500 African-American ministers uh, on a call this Thursday at uh, 7 p.m. times 20. So each uh, pastor across the state of Texas is going to get online and, and motivate these folks to get out and vote over 10,000 people at one time. So uh, we're doing wow. our part.
7: Wow. I, I would really like wow. that link. If somebody get, Yeah, that is powerful. I'd, I'd really I, like I that. To, uh,
6: Dr. McKellar, and she can forward it to you guys.
7: Yes, please yeah. thank you. If, thank this you, Pastor. We if this is something that we can do if this something that we can mobilize Dr. Keller, or something. You know, it, it yeah. just, that'd be wonderful to just to get it out there. Absolutely. But thank you.
2: And tomorrow and tomorrow night, um, I believe we have a town hall meeting. Uh tomorrow night I don't know what all is I think they're gonna be discussing the new jail system and I don't know whatever else is involved in that but that's put on by one of the men's organizations here in Thailand that's at 6 o'clock tomorrow evening at Elbenizer, uh CME Church there at uh, More and, and and Queen. I'm sorry, what was that Pastor Cooper? Uh,
6: I, I forgot the main part Uh special guests will be on, on that call Set, oh, is
2: that right? Chosen. That's our standard. Oh, wow. That's our standard. Yes. That's our standard. So he'll be live <laughs> on that
6: call. So I'll just forward it to you all. Uh, to okay, back great.
7: Back. But, yeah, I am looking very forward to going to that town hall meeting tomorrow, Dr. McKellar. I'm, I'm looking very yes, forward sir. to it. Um, we, yeah. We've got, and I don't mean to take up a whole lot of time with everybody here, but we've got some really pressing issues here in Tyler that um, that I believe take precedence over what they're planning to do and if you look at the numbers on this and i for one am not a big proponent of this okay and the reason being is because of all the existing problems we have we have neighborhoods out here with sewage problems with raw sewage problems yes, out of the ground yes, that have been like this for over a decade and that they're not being addressed by the county they're not being addressed but yet we're addressing a third of a billion dollar project that you know and and for those who do not know this or who don't know that the the county commissioner just granted the city of Winona, Texas 4 million dollars for potential future growth. Okay? Wow. This is something that they don't even have on the books yet. They don't have buildings, they don't have stores, they don't this is potential future growth. They awarded them 4 million dollars. But yet we have neighborhoods in East Texas that are By the way, I'm sorry, predominantly 98% black and Hispanic, okay, that have their pipelines running straight to the creek that don't even have septic tanks. These are affecting over 320 homes, an elementary school where our kids go. But they want to put a bond proposal for for a quarter million dollars. I mean, uh, yeah, $200 million you know, a quarter of a billion dollars and it's okay right. because by the time our kids will you know, our grandkids and their grandkids will be paying all these bills. You know. Yeah. And and what but gets me the most about that is growth. the area. Yeah, but it's for potential future growth. Wow. You know, but we're not taking care of our county problems right here in Smith mm. County mm. because we're gonna give it to an area right, where they might have growth later. All right, mm-hmm. Mississippi Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, yes. <yeah. laughs> looks like I mean, it looks like Michigan is not the only place with problems. They're right under our fingertips, right here in our own communities. And not only that, communities across the across the nation. I, I mentioned several times. I remember when President Obama was running, and we were at the national convention in um, Denver, Colorado, and there was all these black people. Uh, some in wheelchairs that were showing up there, uh, begging and pleading with uh, President Obama and Hillary Clinton to do something about, and they were not even in office, they were running for president, do something about the water that's killing the people in the southern uh, states. Uh, I think that those people I met and talked to them extensively, my sister and I, uh, they were from Mississippi and Alabama, back down in there somewhere in one of those states but but i I'm pretty sure that some of those people are no longer with us because you could see uh that those people were ill, and that they all were suffering with the various cancers and and different things. so you know that it had to be uh the water they knew that it was the water that they were drinking that was poisonous to their system well. Listen, guys, this has been amazing. Thank you, uh, Pastor Cooper. Thank you for that information. And we all know, we know this to be a fact, that the African-American communities always disseminated their information out to the communities via our churches. And so it's refreshing uh, to see uh, how how Dr. William Barber and, and Pastor Cooper and all of the pastors and preachers uh, and bishops throughout uh, throughout the, uh, the America that have coming together and pulling together and making sure that the parishioners and the people in the communities get the information that is so needed in order for for us to make sure that we get everything that we need. Uh, in this country. It's 10 o'clock. Uh, and uh, do you know where your children are? Uh, yes. So we're going to turn everything over back over to Ms. Rihanna. Uh, it has been outstanding. God, thank you so much, Mr. Williams. It's been amazing to have you. Uh, Mr. Chair, thank, thank you. you so much for coming in. Uh, we will continue to track the story of finding Miriam and bringing that quilt back to America. And remember, Tomorrow is the last day, as the chair has told us, to to get registered to vote or change anything that needs to be changed. We're going to make sure that Ms. Crystal and her husband gets registered to vote, and we thank you so much. And remember, early voting begins on the 24th. Don't wait until November the 8th, Election Day. Get busy and vote early and take somebody with you. Thank you, everybody. It was a great show tonight. And now we turn it over to Ms. Rihanna.
3: Good night, good night, Brianna.
6: Good night, child. Good, good night, Thank you, everybody. Get that quilt. Yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, and I will. I'll post <laughs> the information for finding Miriam on our uh, episode page as well. So everybody, please go check that out. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, and hey, good and night.
3: And Thank you, Miss Brianna. Anna. Yeah, Miss yes.
2: Wife, i said, I,
3: I, Thank I feel you. sorry for. Her. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to flip over. I'm going to flip over to CBS 19, and I'm going to watch
3: what our
2: amazing uh, uh, reporter covered for us. And so I'll make sure that uh, that Mr. Williams gets a recording of that. Thank you, guys. Thank you so All much. Right. I, I'm so, sorry, Miss Brown. I didn't mean to take over your time. All right. All right. No, All right. no good night Good night, everybody.
9: <laughs> One day. When the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day when the war is won, we will be